yeah, what's happening, right? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You are listening to episode 164 of Sapnin Podcast with myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards. Yes, it's me, Morgan Richards, and all I've got to say is put your middle fingers up, take a shot, and don't stop, because we're living life on the dark side. This week's guest <laughs> is Blind Channel frontman and all-round fantastic human, Nico Moylanen. Yes, what a year Blind Channel have had. They represented their country in Eurovision. Their track Dark Side became a global rock hit and it was even the most streamed song of Finland throughout 2021. And they have truly barged their ways into a lot of people's hearts with their violent pop over the last 12 months. And we got the chance to reflect on everything with Nico while getting a real insight into their story and his personal journey. I don't think there's many other acts that have captured new audiences all of a sudden this late into a career and one you've really enjoyed keeping an eye on, Sean. Yes, yes. This was um, a fantastic chat, as you will hear in my voice when he tells me he's in Finland's biggest band. Oh, do I get Christmas happy for him? That's a fuck. It's amazing. I just love anybody who's like, well, basically, he said a sentence, everything for 10 years was just practice, right? And that is perfect. It's the perfect mantra because, yeah, they got to this point and then all of a sudden, They've got this singing competition. And then, uh, yeah, and then they're fucking global. It's fucking awesome. And I was absolutely chuffed from. Nico was absolutely lovely to talk to, despite being completely fed up about talking about the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> and I don't blame him. I don't blame him because it's probably all he's fucking had. Like, so we appreciate Nico for coming on, having a laugh with us. He seemed to have a good time. He warmed to us. And um, yeah, I hope we get to do one of these again in the future, hopefully in the flesh. Yeah, and you like this band a lot because they have a DJ and you love anything that has DJs in it. Definitely not enough DJs in bands. Definitely not. Oh, if anybody's listening to this now, right, and they know somebody who does scratch DJ, <laughs> right, 
<laughs> Tell them to get in touch with me because I'm looking for a scratch DJ for a project and um, there's not enough of them. So I would very, very, very much like that to come back uh, in a big way. <laughs> with it. Well, there you go. But throughout this conversation, really, we're going to get some secrets on the band writing brand new music, what the experience of that popular song contest was really like, how a mutual love for Linkin Park brought them all together originally, support from their peers, including Lowry from the Rasmus, and just some ridiculous stories in between. It's a very heartfelt conversation. You're going to learn a lot about this band and let us know your thoughts on this episode by giving us a follow at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, that's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're feeling generous, you've got some Christmas money left over, you've won the lottery, you're a Tory, min- uh, you're a Tory donor who's got billions of money given to you by the Conservative Party for hardly anything. Think about supporting us at patreon.com forward slash sapmin. Do you know what? If you've listened to three episodes of Sapmin Podcast, you are obliged to become a member of Patreon for at least a month. So check out patreon.com forward slash sapmin. There's a whole host of different things over there from photos, videos, other podcasts. And yeah, you get to become part of our amazing Patreon community who we love very, very much and who have been... Very, very supportive, and I cannot thank enough. Yes, they've been absolutely wonderful. Get involved with the community. Everyone in there is lovely. They've supported each other a lot, and they're meeting up on the regular. I think I saw a couple of them go bowling this past week. Mad. Uh, and they're just, they're just absolutely wonderful humans, so please come and join the chaos at patreon.com forward slash sapnin. But without any further ado, let's get straight into this wonderful conversation with Nico of Blind Channel on episode 164 of Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! Say that with a bit more vroom, Mog. Do that again now. Sapnin! With a bit more... That was better. Sapnin! 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 Yes! <laughs> yes, this week's guest is Nico from Finnish Rockers Blind Channel. How are you? Great, great. How are you guys? Yeah, not so uh, bad, man. Yeah, I'm okay. I got the um I got a, a vaccine booster on Monday. Um so I'm uh I'm currently aching all over. Um, while my spine is shaking. <laughs> so that's fun as well. So, uh, but yeah, other than that, better for seeing you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But no, how, how's things your end, man? How, how are you doing? I know it's a very busy time for you in the band. There's a lot of new music behind the scenes. You're announcing tours left, right and center. But how are you doing day to day? What's, um, what's going on? I'm doing, I'm doing really great. Like we're in the middle of a Finnish tour. We're doing a t- tour in, here in Finland. So, like we did. 16 shows i think last summer and then we like had a little bit of a break 
and we finished our fourth album it's ready it's gonna be released next year right now we're still doing some shows in finland right now because after that it's gonna be a while until we see finland again so yeah really busy really busy stuff like it's been a crazy year uh, it's like we haven't had time to process all that what's happening but but yeah <laughs> yeah really good yeah in a way i guess you're quite lucky then that you've you've had the ability to keep busy while the world feels like it's been falling apart. Yeah, definitely. Like we're so grateful about everything that like we've been really fortunate to be able to do shows and we've done like huge fucking shows here in Finland. So yeah, we're really like, yeah, it's been, it's been a good year for us and we're really grateful about that. Yeah. Well, yeah, well mentioning that really, I think 2021 has been such a breakthrough year for Blind Channel. I mean, you've been able to open up to so many different territories. Obviously, there's the whole thing with Eurovision, but really, this last 12 months must have just felt like a whirlwind of amazing opportunities just happening one after another. Has it been kind of hard to keep up with everything and, and to think to how far the band has come in the last year alone? Yeah, like, I've found it that, that it's easier if you just don't think about it. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> when you start thinking about it, you're just like, holy shit, this is, like, too crazy. And, yeah, so we don't think about it too much. We just try to, like, stick to the vision, get to work. We still have, a, like, it's been a breakthrough year. But right now, like, there's so many more eyes on us than there were before. And we still have a lot of work to do, like... We're, we're like super famous here in Finland. We're probably like Dark Side was the most streamed song in Finland this year. And we're like, yeah, we, awesome. can't, we can't even walk down the street without people going like, oh, yes, wow. yes. Yeah, well, like we're that big. But like we always wanted to like aim outside Finland. We want to play in the international game, the big game. And we still have a lot of work like to do outside Finland in Europe and in the States and all around the world. So yeah, we don't think about too much like how big we are now. We just think about how big we want to get. Yeah. yeah, I fucking I love that. Though. <laughs> I love that you you. I love that you're massive in Finland and everybody knows you. That's fucking brilliant. I would. That's that's the dream, really. Like I know you've got bigger aspirations, as you said, but like yeah, for me, just to be well known in my hometown was enough. But yeah, to be the biggest band in Finland. Yeah, yeah. You win. You win. It's crazy. Can you explain like what size shows you were doing uh, like over a year ago and what size shows you're doing now? Well, like a year ago, like we were pretty, like we've been doing this for over eight years as Blind Channel. Like pretty soon when we started in 2013, we were like kind of a sensation in our hometown in Northern Finland. It's a smaller town called Oulu. And we were pretty famous, like, like, like not famous, but like people knew who we like. Those are the guys who have that fucking band. Like we were those, <laughs> yeah, we were those guys in Olu. And then, like in the coming next years, we kind of like we were kind of known in the in the rock and metal scene here in Finland. Like if you were into rock music, then you probably had heard of us. But there were like maybe a hundred people in our shows, and not in every every city. Like we just played last weekend. We played in this in a city called Turku. And in Finland, and last time we were there, it was a couple of years ago, there was 15 people. 15 people at our show. We played last weekend, and there was like 1,500, like yes! <laughs> one and a half thousand people. And last summer we did like, we did, we had to do four shows 
two shows a day. We did five show weekend because our tickets sold like sold out venues, big venues here in Finland. So I think we're at least 10 times bigger than we used to like a year ago. I don't know if that's even enough. That's amazing. But yeah, it, it goes to show that, that you don't... Like how many bands have probably got to like eight years into their career and gone, oh, boys, it's not working. Let's give up. And then if you just waited a little <laughs> bit longer, you yeah. get an opportunity and then... Yeah, exactly. That, that was the point. Like, and I think... Like we need to go back to 2020, like, like, cause shit really hit the fan. We released our third album. Like it was amazing album. We thought so. And we have been working it for like two years and we got our first like big European tour coming up. We got the biggest headline in a club here in Helsinki, 2020. Then the pandemic hit us and then everything was canceled. And we, ch- we really, we, we like literally re- released the album and then like, Two days later, everybody was like, okay, lockdown, motherfuckers. And then we were like, what the fuck is happening? And then, like, we couldn't do anything. And this moment, and this, this moment we have been building towards, like, the past seven years, it was, like, slipping away. And we knew that we could be in the state, in this, like, state for, like, two years. And what then? Start rebuilding again? Fuck no, we're getting old. So... <laughs> 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 nice. So we needed to figure something out. Like, we, we didn't want to give up. There was this, like, I think every one of us thought that, okay, this was it. Like, I can't fucking do this anymore. This is never, we're never going to make it. But then we just, like, kind of get together, drink some beer. And then our guitarist mentioned a certain song competition. <laughs> I don't know what that was. And then we were like, okay, let's do it. And, like, show our middle fingers to the whole world. Like, that's our way yeah. of doing it. And you did. And you exactly. certainly did. No, exactly. I, I remember it, I remember it happening and just watching my feed go, what the fuck is this? And like, <laughs> people just didn't expect, like people in the UK just didn't expect it. And like you came on and I, like, I, I just saw people going like, the f- oh my God, Finland's got like a Linkin Park that we never knew about. And it was just fucking, <laughs> it was just awesome. And yeah, it, congratulations. Because yeah, you fucking deserve it and you've worked hard to get you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's nice to see that, especially in Finland, they're having that kind of homecoming and and celebration with everything. And you know those, that international market has become wide open for you. But you mentioned you know the band started since 2013, and you've done so much throughout the years as well. But is there a certain moment that really sticks to your mind that changed the game for you, where you thought, oh, we can be a successful band here? Like, is there anything in particular that comes to mind? There are, there are many moments, like I think, like everybody talks about a breakthrough, but I think there are like many kinds of different breakthroughs. Like I remember the first breakthrough we had as a band was back in 2013, like, cause I had been like, I was in a rap posse, like I did rap beats for rappers, Finnish rappers. That was what oh, I was wow. doing in high school. And then the guys were like playing in a rock bands and I always admired the other guys cause they had bands and they were like playing real shows and I wanted to be there. And then like, the bands like bands broke up and I kind of like, I was got bored about making rap beats. So then we like kind of like got together and then it was in the chemistry between us immediately worked. And we have been like, we released our first demo and send it to the local radio stances. Like just to, just to try out the demo. It wasn't that good, but it was, it was like, we made it like full of hype and full of fire. And then we were driving to our practice place and we heard the song, our demo on the radio. And we were like, guys, we can make it. It felt so big, like at that moment. 
Like that was one of the moments that we have been together as a band for like a month or something like that. But it immediately felt like we can do this. And the other one was when we won this Wacken medal battle called competition. And we got to play like we have been together for like a year as a band. And then we got to play in the biggest metal festival in the in the Europe in one year. And that also made us to do our first record deal. We did it with a Finnish Finnish label. But all those moments, like at that moment when something like because there's always 99 things that go wrong. When the one when the one thing goes right, that's when you feel like, holy shit, we can really do this. We can really like break through. And yeah, it's like I think every band's and artists like history is full of moments of like little breakthroughs when you get bigger and bigger and bigger yeah and it's nice to see that so many of those moments come after each other as well like you have that one break and everything just kind of comes from that but speaking of the really humble beginnings of blind channel am i right in saying that really when you guys were forming the rest of the guys had kind of started up the band in high school and then you met each other at a house party and you yeah. were rapping Linkin Park and they instantly made uh, friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> like what happened. Like, like our the chemistry, like we were in same high school, but like what we did basically was me and my rap hustle were like, those are those fucking lame metal dudes. <laughs> <laughs> and the guys were like, look at those fucking big pants like like fucking rappers <laughs> and it was only like that and it was only like in a house party that the guys bands like they were they were in two different pants like competing each other and then the bands broke up and then they like blind channel nowadays the other guys they like formed a band and then they came to a house party and they were like yeah they put on linkin park and linkin park as well because i love fucking love linkin park and the guys stopped so it brought us together and then everybody, it was in the end song, I think. All, all the guys were like singing, I got some, you know, that chorus. But then I started with one thing, I don't know how, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> Let's go. And then the guys were like, holy shit. And then they came up to me like, we're just putting on a, put up a band. Like we have our first practice tomorrow. You should come. And I was like, okay, I can come. And then I went and then like the rest is history. I, I was hanging out with the guys all the time and we were making songs and doing stuff. Nice. Have the boys, um, have the boys trouser sizes changed since? <laughs> have they got uh, slimmer, have they got slimmer trousers now? Do the guys have baggy pants anymore or their trousers got smaller? <laughs> smaller. Like, and like I was, the, I was the rapper guy. Look at my hair. Like what happened? <laughs> like, I have long hair and like, I look like almost a rocker. That's cool, or no, super like a super interesting to hear because yeah, I didn't realize you came from like a hip hop background before. Did you ever release anything as as a rapper? Yeah, I released something like something that it's now popping up because our fan base finds uh, fucking everything. Yeah, they okay. will. Yeah, they will. <laughs> okay, something I think I have deleted like in, from YouTube <laughs> and stuff like. That. And you know, like those MySpace and stuff like that. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I think I deleted it all. And right now they're popping up to my feed because our fans are sharing it, and I'm like, I'm so ashamed of it. But yeah, like it was. I I did some like rap and pop music and stuff like that. I always liked Linkin Park, but not not the real metal music. That wasn't for me until like well, Linkin Park led me to enter Shikari and slipknot and stuff like that so it, it started getting harder and harder but yeah that's that's my background musically 
that's crazy to you. You go from Linkin Park to Enter Shikari as well, like <laughs> British British Enter Shikari. That's amazing. Yeah, Enter Shikari was was one of my favorite bands actually. Like it's I I went to their shows like I was waiting for hours before the doors opened like to get a good good, good place in the audience and stuff like that. I love oh, well, Enter there, there ha there has to be an Enter Shikari and Blind Channel tour in the UK. Surely there has to be. That would be so amazing. We've actually done it. We did a show with them in Finland. We were the supporting act back in 2014, maybe. We had been, we had, we had just come back from the vacuum open air. And then we send like, we hold the shit, enter Shikari is coming. And we send our songs to them like, guys, can we be the supporting act? And then they answer like, yeah, come on. <laughs> we're like, <laughs> it was such a fanboy moment for me. I can imagine, but especially hearing how everything like that happened so quickly. But um, but you, you mentioned that kind of your background from pop and hip hop and everything. And really, I've noticed that you've all described Blind Channel in different ways as violent pop. Obviously, it was the name of your previous record as well. But that really is the best description for you guys, because you have you have those really heavy moments, but still being able to incorporate feels of rap and then those hooks and just lovely melodies. Yeah, like Violent Poe, it was when I mentioned that we were sending our demos to local radio stations, there was this little box where you had to describe your music. And then like, well, new metal, if we called it new metal, it felt like we were so late from the way, like new metal had been a cool, like pretty recently, but not too recently. So it just f felt like we were late. Then we thought about alternative rock. But what does that say about your music? Fucking nothing. <laughs> like alternative rock. It doesn't say anything. We wanted something that really like captures the feeling of our music and it's like short and catchy and stuff like that. Then I came up with like guys wish you call this violent pop music and guys were immediately like, holy shit, yeah, let's type it here. And then the radio stations loved it. They were like, violent pop, this is new stuff. And then like nowadays it has become more of like a brand to us like it's our own very own brand and we kind of like it because it's pretty easy and then because we love pop music it's like we're not afraid of saying that we, we love writing pop music we want to make catchy melodies that get stuck in your head and you listen to the songs over and over and over again and we want to make it to mainstream we want to be on the radio we want to be on the big stages it's like it's a pop revolution at the same time it is a rock revolution that was like that was the initial point of us like and we want to like we listen to a lot of pop music we love the weekend post malone billy eilish if we hear a cool song on the radio for example from a billy eilish song we want to be we want to be able to go like guys did you listen to the song we should make something like that and then we can make it happen because it's violent pop like we decide what it is but even after saying that like we are really like we want to keep it like a compact you know we we want it to be understandable, like, and like you said, like we, we feel so we feel too that it's a pretty good way to describe our music. It's been working. And when, when did, um, when did Finnish legend Laurie get involved? Are you talking about when we sang dark side together? Well, like we have the same management with the Rasmus nowadays, but that management like was, it was one of the changing times. Like it happened in 2020, like 2020 was a big year, even before our guitarist mentioned the certain song competition. We got the sixth member. We, Alexi joined the band, our DJ, the dark haired dude who's amazing with the, 
that guy. And then like Alex had joined the band. Then we did a new management deal. We got a new management and it was the same like as with the Rasmus. And then I think it was after we got back from Rotterdam or Lowry, I think he sent a message to our other singer, Joel, like, guys, like I did this piano version of Dark Side and like, we should do a video of this together. And we were like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> Well, speaking of all like crazy things that happened this year, I mean, working with him must have been a really like childhood just dream because Erasmus obviously is such a, a huge influential band in so many countries, but especially Finland. So not only are you kind of getting streams bigger than those bands now, but to work with such an icon like that must have been a, a really bucket list achievement for a lot of you. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely like we all remember in the shadows and stuff like that. The songs we used to bang our heads when we were little. And then even like during the recent years, like those are because there hasn't been any exports artists like from Finland late, lately. All the all who made it like came in the beginning of the 2000s, like the Rasmus, him, Children of Bodom, Nightwish, not our type of music. But anyway, so like they all came back then so yeah we've been really like we've been reading their biographies and how did they do it like we need to do it as well and of course the game is different nowadays because we have social media like even more than like it's it plays a huge role and everything like that but yeah it was really cool like when when lauri contacted us we were like okay this is really cool because we've been really and we still look up to that guy the guy's a fucking legend Oh, very much so. We, we we've had him on. We've had him on a previous episode, and uh, he just said how amazing you guys are and how much he loved you guys. So, uh, yes, oh. it's awesome to see legends like that supporting other bands. And yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, nice to hear. <laughs> yeah, but but with that as well, like, who would you say is like the craziest person so far that has supported you guys or being able to uh, that you've you've seen as a fan? of blind channel like and there must have been a, a few people that you've crossed paths with and, and not being uh not being expecting it let me think there have been like some really crazy like it's it's hard to remember now because this year like this year every finnish celebrity has gone like <laughs> has, or even like it's even crazier because like all the big like rock stars or music business people in finland they're not maybe some of them are like guys i love you but mostly they just come and say my kid loves you guys uh, <laughs> nice good yeah yeah it's like but that was like the the coolest point that we re we realized that we dis we disarmed the whole music business in finland because even if there is some like label uncle who's like i don't like the fucking violent pop music but his kids love us so that's kind of disarming and we can just go like that that was fun but those are like there there has been a lot of like that during during this year oh i'm yeah i'm over the moon <laughs> for you I'm, I'm yeah i'm just really happy for you that's it's awesome to hear all this success and yeah love yeah so but between all these crazy things as well um as you've mentioned you have been working on new music for a fourth record that's going to come out in 2022 and um, there's a few tracks and singles being released so far but really what's the um what's the plan of it like what can you tell us about the record is there a different vibe different songwriting techniques um yeah what can you what can you say well like 
I, I love the album. I listen to it all the time. I listen to it so much that by the time it comes out, I'm going to be absolutely fucking done with it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the first. And then like our songwriting like really changed when I mentioned Alex, he joined the band in 2020 and a sixth member, but he really like, it's a, it can also be like a bad thing to have a new member after so many years, but Alex and Fid are chemistry like perfectly. He was the missing link. And then he was, a, he's also a songwriter and a really amazing producer, producer here in Finland. So when he joined, then we do, we don't have like an producer. We don't have a producer outside the band. We produce every track ourselves. We, the songwriting, the produce and like everything is just us. Nobody told us what to do or what we should try. It's like, it's 100% blind channel. So that's really good. And there is like, it's funny thing is Dark Side was the first song we wrote or recorded and released without any producer. Like it was only us. Dark Side was the first. And then it was only the band. And then a lot of people around us in the music business said that, nah, this is bad. This is not going to be a cool song and just drop it. But we believed in it. And now it's the most trend song in Finland. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, we're, yeah. Like, we're more confident as songwriters like and like i love the fact that many people ask us that do we feel pressured or or, or like do we feel pressured to make only hit songs only radio singles and stuff like that but that's not the case at all we're super confident and we're more crazier than ever like we want to try everything just like before we want to like dark side was like a leap of fate and it was a risk because nobody believed in the song except us. So we, in the album, there are songs where nobody believes in but us. <laughs> and I'm super happy about that. Because, like, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great album. There's a great variety of different songs. Like, there's, uh, like, a lot of heavy stuff, a lot of poppy stuff. And, like, the lyrics are mostly, like, I think the oldest song on the record dates back. I wrote it back in 2018. And... That's like the oldest song, but mostly the album is revolving around what's happening like in 2020, 2021, all the breakthroughs and all the like depression and the, like the downfall after violent pop. That's like the era that I, I, I write most of the lyrics. So lyrically, the album is about that, like being at the very bottom to finally making the final big breakthrough. And that's what the album is about. So I'm really proud of the lyrics. I'm really proud of the songs and I really can't wait to like let everyone yeah. Yeah, and if there was any pressure, I mean, just hearing those people in the industry saying that Dark Side wasn't going to be a success, and now seeing everything that happened, if you have any doubts, surely that's the biggest kind of encouragement ever, that you trusted your own instincts, and look what happened. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like, the feeling is that we, we, we finally, we know what we're doing, like, it was the same, with every decision we made, like, even the, like, the taking in a new member, Alexi, that was a risk. Taking up a new management who has some like the Rasmus and other big bands, like what if they don't have time for us? Like that's a risk. Then the some song competition, somebody not once mentioned, yeah, that like <laughs> that was, what if we went there and like we totally sucked, our performance was bad, or I would have fallen down or something like that. Like everything was a risk, but we, they were risks worth taking because we felt like this is the right way to go. And we just, that we like during the last couple of years, we've had to believe in ourselves more than ever before. We've always been confident, but not this confident. Now, we, now it feels like 
Like our only enemy right now is the pandemic. And once the pandemic steps out of the way, nothing can stop us. Like we're ready to go. We're ready to work harder than ever to like make this thing also a big thing like all around the world. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I love this. You are, you are getting me revved up right now. You are making me, fa- you are making me go, come on, Black Channel, come on! Yes, I love this. I love this speech. Yes. Sorry, yeah. Mo, carry on. Yeah, no, I, well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask originally before we had this chat, it was like, like mentally, has everything kind of been hard to process? But you've seemed so excited about everything that you haven't even thought about all that you're just looking forward you're gearing up for everything else and just enjoying the moments and and pushing it as far as you can yeah because like this is the moment we've been waiting for like this and we real we, we realize it's like that's like that's what like bands that we, we read biographies we read about big bands but what they don't mention is like what we're gonna mention like in our biography one day is that when the moment like kind of comes you feel it like when the pandemic happened then when alexi joined the band and we made the management deal and there was talks of like going to television and stuff like that there was this feeling like to all, all of us the six members in the band we all had this feeling that holy shit God, like it feels like we're this is gonna take off like we didn't know anything but we just felt it like now it's gonna take off and then like you when you spend like almost 10 years working for a single moment and then the moment comes And the feeling like when it comes and we realize that guys, this is our big break, like make it, make it or don't make it. And then the feeling when you're ready, like this is what we, all the shows before this were just practice. Like now it's time to fucking kill. And then when that happens and it's super cool, it's super like empowering to feel ready for that moment. Like this is it guys. Like the, we love the Eminem song, the lose yourself in the music. (laughs) (laughs) only get one shot do not miss your chance to ball this opportunity comes once in a lifetime like that was the feeling and we just listened to eminem and we're like we're so gonna do this (laughs) 
Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I do. Uh, I can't wait for the Blind Channel film. That's that's what I want. I want the Blind Channel oh. film. Yeah, we can't wait for that either. We got a lot of content. Like, every time we're on tour, like, something crazy happens. Like, our bassist forgot his bass on top of a car. And then, like, <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> of nice. Of course. Yeah, and then we missed our boat and we were stuck in an island for like a long time. We were stuck in an island because we missed our boat and we were just like, if somebody has a boat, come pick us up and stuff like that. <laughs> so we, we have a lot of content. Like we weren't even thinking that maybe maybe we can't make a movie. We have to make a TV series. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it sounds like it sounds like it would be half the kind of queen story of overcoming things and half a spinal tap. Yeah, it's more spinal tap really. We're <laughs> right, now, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not like we're not that legendary or or that like we're more like more like let's have some fun yeah what um staying on that staying on that kind of spinal tappy subject what's the weirdest venue you've played Ooh. or you've been asked to play the weirdest venue well there was like this there are there are a couple ones of course one one really weird was here in Finland. It was in, in the middle of this, you know, like a field where people like gather hay or something like, and then there was this piles of hay and the, and the stage was built on top of it. And we were like the final act. And it was really like this small village that had its own like harvest festival or something like that. And everybody was super drunk. We were the last band to play. And during our last song, like, Everybody just started like grab the hay from the piles and they they tore the stage no. apart like and started like throwing it at each other and everything. It was like gladly we were a bit drunk too, so we felt fun at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that that sounds fucking insane. It sounds like Woodstock '99. This sounds fucking insane. Yeah, something like that. Another one was in Brighton, I think, in the no. UK. We played a showcase there and we were like, our label here in Finland was like, guys, okay, it's a showcase. There's going to be like very important music business people. You got to really like make an impression and stuff like that. So we hired, we have like a really good friend of ours who is our light engineer. He's been doing it since the beginning, our, our lights. And we like, of course, we wanted to take him with us. And yeah, there is like, there is light, lights in the place so you can do it. But then we went went there and our slot, our, our showtime was like, I think it was like 12 in the morning in the day. We were the first act, so nobody of the important music business people was there. Our own label head was like there like this. And he had said uh. many times. And then the best part was that we, there was the stage. So the lights, there was this one like theater light, you know, like this sort of one, one spotlight in this small like balcony and then there was like a ladder to climb up and then there was to our light engineer that we had brought all the way from finland they were like yeah climb up there and then there was one spotlight and he was he was like flashing it like that and that was like that was a crazy show as well uh yeah we pulled through and like during our sets some important music business people really really arrived so yeah it was good worth it. <laughs> good good i'm glad i'm glad i just can't believe yeah pile of hay like what i like, guess yeah yeah my old band played in germany in chemnitz once and um my brother uh who was selling merchandise for us sometimes did lights they told him he could do lights but the lights were at the back of the room right and it was literally the whole light for the venue on or off 
<laughs> and he was going on, off, on, off, off, yeah. on, on, off, on, on, off. It's dreadful. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, yeah. yeah. No baseline, no baseline showbiz, right? Oh, totally, <laughs> totally. Literally, literally. Well, you talked about earlier um, really not being able to walk down the street anymore in Finland and people kind of shouting your name and, and chasing after you and everything. What's the weirdest experience you've had oh. with that? Have you had to go and hide somewhere? Have you had a weird gift off someone? Like, there must be something. Well, there's a lot of a lot of weird stuff going on as as well, of course. Uh, one of the weirdest was when we were like getting these erotic novels that were written about, oh, fan fiction. Yeah, fan fiction. Yeah, yeah. Yes. About, oh. about me and our guitarist Jonas. Like we started getting hey. getting those fanfics and and like guys, you should check this out. And then we we're, were like we were reading them. We we're like, dude, we're we're fucking like in this novel. <laughs> and then we were, like, but, yeah, but then we were like just like. Well, what the hell? Like it's good. It's good writing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, would you do this? I would. Do, I would definitely like. Do that. <laughs> yeah. and then, oh my god! They know all my moves. <laughs> yeah, and then like inspired by those novels, we have added like there is this part in our show when we kind of kiss on stage. Oh. So just we. So yeah. Nice. Wow, well, maybe yeah. I was going to say, yeah, you should have put, yeah, you should have put like topless photos up together and just, just posted like, oh, reading your, reading your stories and just you two topless. Yeah. But you've got one, you've got <laughs> one better and you've kissed, yeah. a, you kiss on stage. So yeah, you, that beats mine. So, but that's, I, I love how you keep using these things, like things come to you and you keep like judo using them, <laughs> swapping them and then you, 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 you use them to get bigger. That's fucking genius. And I love it. Yeah, and we don't even see it like we don't see it like getting bigger. We just like we see a good joke and we're like, holy shit, this is fun. Yeah, we should do it. <laughs> yeah. Because we we try not to take things too seriously. That's always the best way. And um well, speaking of not taking things too seriously and a good time and making it all across the world, uh, obviously at the start of twenty twenty two now you're gonna be touring Europe with Eskimo Callboy and those oh, shows yes. are going to be absolutely insane so I'm sure you're looking forward to coming over to uh, the rest of Europe for that but especially playing with a crazy band like that yeah definitely like we met them we met them like a couple of years ago in Germany they were great guys and yeah we're really looking forward to it and finally like like I said the game is game has always been outside of Finland we want to play the international game and that's a big step toward that so yeah we're really looking forward to it yeah I can imagine and I, I know they've um, I know they've recently just said that they're trying to uh, enter Eurovision for next year for Germany have you uh, have you guys had any chats with them about that or given them any advice or a do's and don'ts or anything no we haven't had any chats yet about that we're just I read the news like that they're they're going. That was like, all the shit. Good fucking luck, guys. <laughs> yeah, because and and I can't lie about it. Like it was an amazing experience, like, hmm. once in a lifetime experience, and it's a really cool. Like a pressure exercise, how to deal with under pressure for like a long time and stuff like that. It was really good, but but like we don't like we agree with the boys that we never want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like one one time was enough yeah it's definitely a one-off thing and i think especially for like rock bands and uh and and metal tinged bands i think yeah it's kind of a, a one-off thing how did how did you feel being surrounded by the other acts 
at that uh, music competition. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, like it was, it was pretty cool because there was like so much, so much talent under the same roof. Like that was the feeling. Like all these people here are like they're either artists or they're from the delegation, their team, and they're the best ones in their country. Kind of like the, or probably among the best in the country. Like so, that was really cool. And like a lot of different artists and artists are artists. So a lot of like very colorful, colorful personalities. But we really had a good time, and it was like super inspiring to see how all that all that came up. Of course, it was a COVID year, so we didn't get to hang out that much. Like normally, we would have hang out even more. But but yeah, we we got to like chat in the in the rehearsals and stuff like that so so it was really really cool a lot of like cool music cool artists that went to my playlist like like i wiped those artists but yeah well uh nico we won't keep you too much longer because we know as you said very busy uh, at the moment in the middle of, of this finished tour and everything but just just as we wind down i mean you've talked about so many insane moments in the band's history so far but like is there anything in particular that just makes you think holy cow like we've done all of this already there's so much opening and prospect for the new year and everything like that like is there anything you're doing in particular to kind of hone in on all that and and to and to really salvage it like are you, are you, how are you taking it in well like i i went I, I remembered something so i didn't even like hear what the rest of what you said <laughs> <laughs> just go for it go for it it's all good because I remember the craziest moments, like the craziest moment in my life that happened this year was when I got a test from a friend and he said that Mike Shinoda mentioned you guys. And no. I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> and then like what happened was that Mike Shinoda was doing like, Mike Shinoda was doing a, a Twitch thing. Like he was doing a broadcast. And then, like, a lot of people were asking him about, like, did you, did you watch Eurovision? Did you see the Finland Finland guys? Like, they're, ex they're just, like, near Linkin Park and stuff like that. And he got a lot of comments like that. And then Mike Shinoda went, like, yeah, listen to it. Now it's nothing like Linkin Park. Uh, like, uh, something like, I don't know if, if that was a good comment. Like, we thought it was a good comment because we don't want to be number two Linkin Park. We want to be number one blind channel. But anyway, like, some people said that Mike Shinoda doesn't like you and that, but we don't give a fuck. He could have said that blind channel fucking sucks and we would be like, he heard our fucking music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's enough for us. Because that's like, we wouldn't be, we, we, in the, we in blind channel, we wouldn't even be friends without that band. So... Yeah, that's the that's the biggest thing for us, and that's kind of that's probably the craziest thing that has happened on our musical career till now. Well, when we have him on, when we get Mike on, I'm gonna tell him um, how much you love him. Well, how much? Well, number one, I'm gonna tell him how much we all love him, and then I'll <laughs> yeah. tell him how much you love him. And I'll yeah, I'll get him to listen to Blind Channel live on the podcast. <laughs> Please do that, and I I buy you guys a beer when we come. Oh. No, I've written him down. I've written Mike Shinoda down. <laughs> That's it. Mike Shinoda. Oh. Well, yes. Uh, yeah, I look forward to that because you are doing a UK headline tour as well at the end of 2022. Um, tickets are available now, so people get them if you haven't already. But yeah, 2022 is just going to be crazy. There's so many things lined up, new album, tours, just all these amazing things. Um, is there anything else on the horizon that we can keep an eye out for? Any other secret surprises? Um, or anything you'd like to plug at all? 
Well, let's see. Like we have a great, really great plan. We done like I said, ninety nine things go wrong. So some good good go right, but yeah, we are definitely like gonna tour Europe. Maybe a, like a couple times, couple times. Then we have a really good plan for United States, and then we're like we're gonna play our biggest shows here in Finland next year when we're releasing our album. So. Yeah, like a lot of great stuff coming up if everything goes well. And if it doesn't, we have plan plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. We're always nice. ready. Awesome. Well, yes. Just to say, I love Finland. I love Blind Channel. Thank you very much for this. It has been eye-opening and super interesting. Super, super interesting. And hopefully... Uh, when you come over, we'll do one of these in the flesh. We can uh, yes, all please. get together and do one in the flesh. That'd be good. Yeah, that would be really nice. Thank you guys so much. Like, I've, I've talked so much that I don't even have to, time to drink my non-alcohol beer. <laughs> after immediately after this interview, I'm gonna do the most finished thing ever. I'm gonna go to sauna. <laughs> nice. Oh well, thank nice. you for taking awesome. the time, man. It's been awesome to meet you, and yeah, best of luck with everything. And hopefully, we'll see you soon. Thank you. See you guys. You listen to the podcast. Hey, yes, 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 yes. That was Nico Moilanen from the Fantastic Blind Channel, Finland's biggest band. Literally, and that's crazy. I know we listed off earlier, like all the legendary bands that come from Finland. You know, Rasmus, him. Children with Boldham, Nightwitch, et cetera, et cetera. They think they've had the most streamed song of 2021 and they're literally superstars. They can't walk down the street anymore. It's mental. It's lovely to see they're so far into their career and all these amazing things are happening. Like Mike Shinoda's talking about him. Like that must be a dream come true. Yes. Um, I am not jealous in <laughs> any way, shape, or form. No, it was uh, fantastic. Yeah, when he told me he was in Finland's biggest band, I just, I lost the plot. Just, <laughs> just, just fucking, just chuffed for him. Like, just chuffed. I love Finland. Um, I was lucky enough to go before with my old band. And um, yeah, it was, it was great day. Um, it was daylight until 4am. So that was strange. Um, but it was a fantastic time. So thank you again to Nico for coming on. Uh, hopefully, as I said earlier, we'll get to do another one of these in the flesh. But yeah, I, ju- I really enjoyed it. Like, I learned a lot about Blind Channel and stuff that I had no idea about as well. So, um, more DJs in rock, guys. Let's get more DJs in rock. <laughs> That's Sean's campaign for 2022. But no, of course, Blind Channel will be returning to the UK, hopefully, fingers crossed, throughout oh, this crossed. year. Because they've just rescheduled their support tour with Eskimo Callboy that was supposed to be taking place this week is now being moved to April and May time. There's a London date there for you UK listeners. And they're going to be doing their own European headline tour throughout September as well. There's five UK dates there and tickets are available right now. So if you want to go and have a party, go and see Bind Channel live in the flesh. I want to go and see them. And I think it's going to be a great, great laugh. Yes, me too. I will be there. As long as they play the gigs, I'm going to go to one. So, uh, yes, I cannot wait. I look forward to it. Yeah, it was just it was just nice. I genuinely went from not knowing Nico at all and not knowing generally much about him and his feelings and his life or whatever. And then, and now I'm in. 
Yeah. And just in. I'm, um, well, that's yeah. one of the beauties of doing this podcast. We gain rapport with these international superstars. Very much like our episode with Lowry from the Rasmus earlier last year. So if you want to go and check that out, you should, because it's a wonderful conversation. He's very Finnish as well and talks about some amazing things. Go and check out all previous episodes of Sapling Podcast because the guests tell amazing stories and you get a little bit of witty banter between me and Sean in between. And you can tell us how much... I don't much... know about that. I'm, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure. About that. I wouldn't... Mm. Sometimes, so, sometimes it's witty banter. Depends on our moods, isn't it? Yeah. But like, if you go to our social media pages at Sapling Pod on Twitter and Instagram, you can let us know if you think we're witty or we just getting on with the day. Don't give up. Don't, no. Don't tell them to comment on us. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Leave me be. Hey, guys. Leave me be. No, get in touch with us at SaplinPod. That's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. At S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. On Twitter and Instagram. Tell us fucking guest ideas. Let us know what you thought of this. Did we open your eyes to Blind Channel? <laughs> I was just going to leave. I was going to leave silence it, but you laughed at that because you fucking love a pun. And I hated that I did that. I fucking hated that I did that. But yes, at Sapling Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And also, if you've listened to two or more. So if you listen to this episode and you listen to the Lowry one, you are then obliged to join patreon.com forward slash Sapling, where you uh, must come and join our gang, support us, get involved with us. And uh, talk to me and Morgan online. So that's that's cool. I, if you want to, I don't know, probably don't want to. I tell you what, if you don't want to talk to me or Morgan online, join our Patreon. Because otherwise we're going to, and you don't know we're going to talk to you online. So uh, yes, patreon.com for what's happening. Yeah, they're a great posse. As I said earlier, always helping posse. each other. Always a posse. Posse. Yeah. We're trying to think of different well, a gang words. of cowboys, are they? What? <laughs> a posse. <laughs> Yeehaw. I'm trying to think of different words to describe them. But no, they always help each other. It's wonderful to see the things they get up to on their own, just having Zoom calls, meeting up, being friends. So if you need new friends, patreon.com forward slash sapman. And of course, there's always some bonus content on there for you to have an extra laugh with from time to time. But with saying that, if you head to the description of this episode, you you will see loads of names there that we thank. But as always, Sean gives a mahoosive shout out to the elite members of our Sapling Podcast Patreon community. And those are the ones kind enough to be in the top tiers. I think people listening to this podcast don't think you know how to say the word massive. Because <laughs> I have said, <laughs> I have said, <laughs> every week for a, yeah, for a gag, I but you know, I can't, yeah. I can say the word, but out of pure spite, now I will not <laughs> say it. <laughs> I'll never say it again. I'll never say it again. This week's guest, Mahusive Wagons. <laughs> what? That's not their name. Any? Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Anyway, yes, we have uh, very uh, elite members of the Patreon group to thank, and they are as follows. Thank you very much. Kylie Wheeler, Mayumi Liwawe, Janelle Caston, Amadine Urbano, Mitch Perry, Kelly Irwin, Dilly Grimwood, Kelly Young, Paul Hirschfield, Natasha Morris, Emma Barber, Nathan Croshaw, Sammy G, Tony Michael, Kat Besson, Captain Hannibal, Dana Lasnova, Jenny Robson, Murray Grimwood, Johnny Phillips, Scott Jones, Amy Campion, Alexandra Pemblindon, Mikey McDonald's McMuffin Buns, Tom... Johnny Knoxville for 2022 Royal Rumble winner Owen. No chance, sweaty pants. Caroline Robinson, Chris Howard, M. Evans Robert, Louis Cook, Danny Eaton, Carl Pendlebury, Martina McManus, James McNaught, Jenny Munster, Kelly Cannon, Lucy Diaz, Emily Perry, John and Emma, Becky Andy, Jason Aredia, Stuart McNaught, Craig Harris, Adam King of the Goths, Parslow, Ollie Amesbury. Josh, I just got over my addiction to Viagra. It was the hardest time of my life, Crisp. No, that's a stiff joke. Thank you very much, Alice Wood, Reese Bowring, Keris Andrews, Connor Lewins, Kate Stevenson, and Daniel. I have nothing to say this time. I am just writing this so you have even more to read, Stevenson. Thank you very much to all of those people. <laughs> I'm sorry that Morgan literally hammered the mood and he smashed it to smithereens he have. Um, but yes, thank you very much to all those people. I'll get my enthusiasm back up because I genuinely love all of those people and I appreciate them very, very much. And so does Morgan. Thank you very much for being part of the Patreon. If you're not, become. (laughs) 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 I had a look about it. You saw me looking about it for the words. Trying to wonder if that was the correct sentence or not. But I can't can't say anything. Half the sentences I say on this podcast are wrong. So it's fine. But... No, thank you for everyone for being a patron and, the, and those wonderful, wonderful people. Um, thank you for listening to this. And we are keeping busy throughout the start now of 2022, trying to get some really nice surprises for you throughout the year. And next week's episode is going to be a gigantic laugh. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and you get notifications and give us a little review and a rate and all that because it all helps right. us yeah, really- much as well. Yes, rate, share, subscribe, like, share, subscribe, like, rate, and all of that stuff wherever you are listening to this right now. Um, we would love it if you were listening on Acast, because they are our service provider. But if you're not, no worries. Just make a playlist of these. Turn it down. Hey, guys, turn it. Make a playlist of all of these episodes. Turn it down so you don't have to listen to it. Just keep it going in the background. Don't. We still get some sort of kickback then from adverts. I said too much. i got to go anyway. Stop <laughs> it! 
You're listening to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much.